Well, good goddamn, it's been a hell of a long time, Toke Lords. How the fickety fuck have you been? Wait, don't answer that. I can't even hear you. This is a pre-recorded greeting. And yet still, sensationally, unequivocally, and incomprehensibly heartfelt. God, I've missed you. Welcome back, one and all, to the dopest D&D actual play podcast on the entire interwebs, season two of the infamous and outrageous high fantasy adventure show known as Dungeons and Doobies. In case you forgot... I'm Darsh, your most obedient and dutiful doobie master. And I'm so excited to be penetrating your ear holes once again with the continuation of our Chronic Fueled Chronicle. So let's stop dilly-dallying around with all these pleasantries and get right to the tale. Pack your pipes and spark your spliffs and settle in for a whopper of a kickoff to the newest installment of our pot-induced production. But first... Because it's been like, I don't know, a fucking year or so since we've immersed ourselves into the saga of the five trippers in the realm of Chiba, you might want a super short recap to kick things off. Give me 60 seconds to rekindle your keep, okay? Just like every kid in one of those goddamn after-school specials on the Christian TV station, our heady heroes started off their adventure as innocent characters, traveling out of state to visit a whimsical festival of medieval fantasy, and said what they encountered was a dubious drug dealer who peer-pressured them into partaking of a most potent plant material, sending them on a voyage to an entirely new world filled with monsters made of hash, enormous mushrooms the size of houses, which turned out to be quite literally houses inhabited by little halfling folk known as the Shroomies, who rejoiced in their arrival as it was an obvious fulfillment of their previously unfulfilled prophecy. Now deemed champions of Chiba, the land of kindness, it is our protagonist's purpose-driven duty to explore the realms in order to procure a most wondrous and magical ingredient to a cosmic stew. Along the way, they've been accosted by bandits, challenged by trolls, and even came face-to-face with a beastly beholder. They've made many friends during their journey, and have also pissed a lot of motherfuckers off too. Now, having successfully fled a balls-out bar brawl, their newest companion, Gilly the Green, has teleported them away to what might be a place of safety. But what lurks around the corner is most undoubtedly the most disgusting, offensive, and repulsive monster that has ever been conjured by my apparently depraved mind. Now this ends the 60 second recap, but I cannot in good conscience allow you to continue listening to this podcast without a full and sincere warning. What you're about to hear, my dear friends, toke lords, fans of our beloved show, could be quite triggering. I do not suggest you tread lightly, as the opening action sequence you are about to hear is going to include some of the most distasteful shit that I have ever personally produced. Part of the reason it has been so long since we've released this episode is, quite frankly, because I have been uncertain that our fans could handle it. If you have been a devoted listener to our previous episodes, then you already are well aware of the immaturity level of our humor. But this, this is about to get exceptionally nasty. Stay with us if you dare, but please, don't say you were not cautioned. And now, here's a badass theme song for you to enjoy as you contemplate how you decide to spend the next hour of your life. Who knows? Maybe you'll be bold enough to stick around. I'm flying high, purple haze and starry die, puffing past to and fro, from the dungeon far below, in a land we don't know. Sticky tree and titty gnome We are stone, we are stone We are way too fucking stone Down in the dungeon Smoking good Down in the dungeon Smoking good Down in the dungeon Smoking good Down in the dungeon Rip a bong and come along We're in the dungeon 
And so you guys find yourself in complete and total darkness. Peaceful. Not a sound. Suddenly, you hear a flick, followed by a flash of light. And you see a match that had just been lit. And then it gets pulled up to a big giant stogie. And in the flashing flame and the shadows, you see the face of Pandemonium Brown. And he lights his cigar, takes a big puff off it, and then he says, Damn, Willie, that was some fucked up whack shit up there. <laughs> please. Please always be him. Just be Y'all good? Y'all good? Everything fine? I can't see. Can't see. Willie um, also lights a match, lights his, uh, lights his, uh, his, his spliff, um, and it, the ember... So that's the fucked up thing is like even those you have dark vision like it was so dark before that you couldn't see anything at all even with your dark vision but now like the the smoldering of uh, pandemonium's uh, cigar and now Willie's spliff um, kind of lights it up just enough I think all of you guys have dark vision mm-hmm. at least we've yeah we've made it so um, so now it lights up a little bit um, Willie takes a hit of his joint passes it around to you guys and he says now listen here, y'all. We're in a really unusual spot at this point. And I know y'all are five trippers. So, I figured it'd be safe to bring you down here. We're in a tight spot. This here? This is the down under. Mm-hmm. It's a subterranean level just below the streets of Jubilation. You see, Jubilation was a trade city hundreds of years ago. And this is a place where they used to smuggle all kinds of unusual paraphernalia. I knew it. Hey, Gilly. Is this where the Australian kiss was invented? <laughs> What's that? Is this where the Australian kiss was invented? Oh, I love it. That's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> it's down under. And I still got it in my finger gun and I'm going... <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> You're pretty hilarious for those of you. Most of y'all don't have that kind of sense of humor. I love it, man. I got to tell you. So here's the deal, y'all. Um... <laughs> This is a dangerous place. It's always been kind of like a secret location for me. I knew this was going to be my getaway at some point. Um, we can take these corridors. We can take these halls. Uh, and we can get our way back to the up above. Um, if we go the wrong way, we'll keep on going down further. And we'll get all the way down to the underdank. We don't want to do that. Because if you go down into the underdank, you're going to find some pretty devious shit. Now, if we get separated, pandemonium, you stay with these boys and gals. And you make sure they're safe. Make sure they get make sure they get out to the encampment. Make sure you take them to Zion, okay? He's like, shit, yeah, I'll take them to Zion. <laughs> is that where the goofy gleb is? <laughs> no, see that's the thing. We gotta we gotta find the Paisley Dragon. Um, when we get out of here, I'm gonna have to go to the northern dank lands. I'm gonna speak to the high elves. I'm gonna make sure that they know y'all are here and that they know you all are legit. And then they're going to give us sanction to go find the Paisley Dragon. In the meantime, we're going to need y'all to get down to Tertulia. It's this cool little beach town. Just just that away. Okay? Uh, but first, you stop by Zion. That's a little encampment they got just outside the city. And I want you to go see Madame Sativa. And I want you to give her this. And you see that he reaches down to, like, 
a carabiner that's attached to his belt loop, and he's got this pouch, and he holds it out for whoever will take it. I'd grab it and give it to Alana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for anything that may be yeah. breakable, like a glass bong or... As soon as we get out of here, you take that to Madame Sativa, and she'll give you the keys to my sweet Ambrosia. And you just ride that song, bitch, all the way on down to Tertulia, and I'll meet you there. Promise. Guaranteed. But first, we've got to get out of here. Pandemonium, you lead the way. It's a pan. Gets in front of you guys. Says, this way, motherfuckers. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> because he definitely would say that. Right. <laughs> I feel like we all need to walk away with swag. Yes. <laughs> yes. Full, Full swag. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys start making your way through this dungeon. <laughs> and it's creepy and nasty. And you hear that like constant drip of like water that you don't even know where it's coming from, but everything just seems kind of placid down here. It smells musty. Um Is it even water? Exactly. For the record, for our listeners, we are playing in the pitch black right now because our DM is amazing and sets this. Um, All I did was turn the fucking lights off, dude. <laughs> uh, no, I am holding a pouch with a very special box in it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what it's going to be. In real time, it's velvet. Mm-hmm. Is that velvet? And you guys keep on moving. Gilly, do you plan on separating from us? Like... It seems like you're already kind of... Well, yeah, I got a lot of stuff I got. I mean, I, I've been stuck in that in the body house for a long time. I got a lot of people I got to see. First, I got to go see the high elves. I'm going to switch on down to do the hot box and go visit Master Splifter. Um, <laughs> make sure everything's good there because Splifton came out. Well, whatever happened to Splifton? Is he all right? I think he took one for the team and um, held down the rule, the, uh, the rule man for us. Held him down? Yeah, he told us to come set you free and take off and get the fuck out of here. So that's what we've done. I well, fresh might. God bless his soul. I hope he's all right. That romaine ain't nothing to be ain't nothing to be messing with. He well, can just look at you and take your magic away. Man, Splitton was holding his own. He kind of saved our butts. Well, I was the last one out of the in, uh, little tomb thing, and I saw him jump up and smack that thing on the top of the head. Oh, Splitton, he's crazy, some bitch. I love that some bitch. <laughs> all right, let's keep moving, y'all. Everyone make a perception check. I'd love to. I can't see what my dice are. Here, I got you. I'll, I'll roll it here for you. I'm, oh. Our, our newest sponsor, D20. <laughs> Crick one. Let's go, baby. I didn't see any. Oh. Sorry. The wrong dice. Did you already roll for me? I just did. All right. You got a four. Thank you. Wonderful. Did you roll? Oh. Did you roll? My dice are like you got the I got a 23. I'm not done yet. That's okay. cool. Oh. Oh, I lied. Some oogie boogie die. Yeah, your inspiration dice should glow in the dark too. I oh, I don't have one anymore. I think I, I got a twenty-two. One. I have a four. I don't know why I said twenty-three. I'm sorry. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I and I have four. Oh, you had a four. <laughs> uh, anybody beat Alana's? So then Alana, you're the one that first hears way far behind you guys. You just. Everyone else is moving, and you hear the footstep of everyone. You're not running. You're just moving carefully through through these halls. But you hear this weird sloshing thud way far behind you. Just ever so faint. But you know something's back there. Well, 
up to this point, I've felt very one with the situation. I feel confident, calm, cool, um, but this has got me a little anxious, and I just want to make sure it's not me, so I'm kind of looking around. Lionitis cloud. Listen, do you guys hear this? I didn't hear it. You didn't? No. Was it? I think we're being followed. Gilly. Just trust me on this. Art, did you fart? <laughs> yeah, it shakes my head really, really fast. Gilly says, that wasn't no air biscuit. Gilly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we're being followed, guys. What, what do you mean, followed? Should, should we be, keep moving forward, Gilly? We got no place to go but forward. But there's a good chance that's the ball rag. The ball rag? Is it like an old sweater? Worse than that. <laughs> there's two rags you use in the shower. One's for the rest of your body, and then there's the ball rag. <laughs> Let me tell you all about the ball rag. <laughs> it's a heinous creature. A demon from the depths of the underdank. Born of the swiggity haze. An abominable creation. An experiment with Dr. Aldous Bunway. Before his exile, it was conjured from a pile of towels used to clean up the messes that were made at massage parlors and copper piece peep shows throughout the city. <laughs> the pure vileness of the ball rag's temperament is matched only by its putrid stench, which soon follows the heavy sound of splattery footsteps that leave puddles of dawn water in its wake. We don't mess with the ball rag. Dawn water? <laughs> That's what I said. Huh. You know, chode nectar. Oh. So we've got to go forward. But he's probably going to catch up to us, so I think we need to have a plan. Um, yeah. I would immediately like to turn back in that direction. I'm assuming that, well, I'm going to go ahead and walk and make sure that I'm in front of everybody else that was behind me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in that direction and... Oh, it's coming from... The, the sound is coming from behind you. Right. I'm yeah. turned around. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to make sure that everyone is behind. Facing yeah. behind. Gotcha. <laughs> there is a chance that he is in with, within 60 feet of us. Not yet. Okay. I'm just going to keep walking backwards. I'm not looking for him. All right. Okay. I look at my paws and I smell them. The yeah, Mike. <laughs> what do you expect? My balls it's, is out. It's ten. It's ten. <laughs> it's ten feet wide. It's ten feet wide. The corridor? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Gilly just says, we just keep on moving. Pan, you keep up in the front. I'm gonna, join, I'm gonna join a lot on the back because I can move 45 feet. So if I've yeah. got to run, I can run. Okay. You guys make a way around a turn. Pandemonium is leading the way. And you guys continue on down this corridor, making your way, hopefully, to the upside. And that sound you hear boom, boom, boom. With every shut up. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know what it is, it makes a complete sense of what the sound right. is. Um, I'm gonna take a moment yeah. to say, actually, wouldn't it be more crunchy than soppy? But that's maybe my experience. <laughs> How old You're is this? Is it fresh? It must be really of, fresh. If it followed the natural rules of physics, young lady, you absolutely right. But it does not. It is an abomination. It is always so. It's constantly fresh. Jizz. It is packed full of oil of Olay. <laughs> High fructose porn syrup. <laughs> oh my 
God, I'll never hear that word the same oh, way ever again. God. Ever again. Thank you oh. for tainting that for me. I'm only going to refer to it as <laughs> high fructose porn syrup. And not only do you hear the loud, thudding, sloppy footsteps of the ball rag getting louder and faster, you now hear its grunt. <laughs> As it comes closer and closer, and then that corner you just passed before, you look back, Alana, and you see a big, giant, fucking... Gr- I'm not going to describe describe it. You can imagine it for yourself. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and use words to tell you what this I would thing like looks like. I would like her to describe it for our listeners. Please describe it. <laughs> what do you see? Like sack balls? That's what this guy is? It's a bit too much towels. <laughs> from a massage parlor. Full of... Okay. He's within my line of vision, so I'm going to assume that he is pretty darn close. Within 60 feet at this point. Within 60 feet, I do believe. And he's now got eyes on you, which is why he grunts. (laughs) Say, hey, old friend. (laughs) Um, No, but I'm going to go ahead and cast Gust of Wind and just use all my energy and, like, push forward and fuck this towel up. See how far we can get away. Also, turning around, looking at everybody, and go, fucking run. (laughs) You cast a ten-foot-wide blast of air. (sighs) Comes flying from your hands. Because you're a Tempest cleric. You can control the fucking weather and the elements. You're like an avatar. And you blast this thing with air, and it splatters all kinds of erectoplasm behind it. Just goes all over the place. Erectoplasm. Not in that direction. Right, in the other direction, away from you. And then he's just like... <laughs> and he just comes charging after you guys. Gilly says, Run, you damn nincompoop! We gotta get the hell out of here! And you guys start running. And then running and running and running and running. And this guy's getting just started getting closer and closer and closer from you guys. He's starting to gain on you now. Um, you guys come through this door and it opens up into this big cavern. And there's like this big, like, it looks like ice at first, like this bridge. That opens up like this huge open cavern, like this bridge that crosses over. Um, and then Gilly, you guys have to stop for a moment and like take a look around and see and get a get a sense of your bearings. And Billy says, er, Gil- "Billy, uh, Gilly says, well, that's the bridge of Dad's old and We gotta keep on running. We gotta run right across it. Keep going." And then you run across this bridge, and it's open. Well, on either the, side. the bridge of Dad's old That's old. I know. Uh, this is fucking disgusting. This is the most really interesting gross. thing here. This Do not get rid of this. Fuck. I know this. I'm fully aware. It came from my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> and you guys are running across this bridge, and then the monster comes out. <gasps> and then he smashes down on the fucking ground, and everything splatters all over the place. And then he starts charging after you guys, and you guys get all the way nearly across the bridge, and Gilly turns, and he strums his guitar, and he sends a blast, very, very similar to yours, Liz, or very similar to yours, Alana, um, and it comes blasting out of the guitar, and it hits this guy, and then fucking... Nut butter goes flying all over the place. <laughs> Jizzing in the wind. Salty custard. And um, the bridge itself starts to crash behind you guys. And then with every step that you're taking across this bridge, it's falling apart behind you. And Gilly is now the last one behind. And you guys are running and running and running. And Gilly's like, go, go, get on out of here. Go, 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 go. You guys finally make it across. And Gilly turns and he takes his guitar. He holds on to it. He says, you ain't getting past me. And then the monster falls down. And then Gilly is standing there at the edge of the bridge. And this monster falls all the way down. And he turns back and looks at you guys. And he says, I think we're in the clear. But then suddenly 
you guys see a towel tentacle like wraps around Gilly's boot and drags him down I take some splooge out of my eye real quick and throw it down so grabs Gilly's boot drags him down Gilly gets pulled down he grabs the edge he looks up at you guys and he says take off you knuckleheads (laughs) and then he lets go and then flies down into the dark abyss. No. And Pandemonium says, Well, that's some of the most fucked up shit I ever seen in my whole life. Let's get the fuck out of here. Gilly's a motherfucking legend. <laughs> Evil legend. He is a bad motherfucker. <laughs> He's about to become Gilly the White, I think. <laughs> that's exactly the reference that I thought of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, really we didn't was. even get the answers. We didn't even find out what we need to know. I don't even care right now. We just need to run. <laughs> <laughs> and Rodian's like, we gotta get your asses to Tertulia. Come on now. <laughs> we need to stop that Zion. We need to stop at Zion first. We gotta see Madam Sativa. Yeah, and give her whatever. We'll get this mojo time. rising. Keep on going. <laughs> and then he got he, you guys continue running. Run, 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 run. Um, and eventually you guys come to an area where you like pull up a fucking sewer lid. Boom. You guys climb up this fucking ladder. Um, sewer lid pops open. You're in the streets of fucking jubilation. Um, and then you guys fucking run through the city. Da, 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 da. We have a whole montage of shit. You see all kinds of silly stuff. Um, and then eventually you guys make your way out of the city. Not too far from the city. Off in the distance, you guys see uh, a circle of caravans and tents. Um, it is an encampment. Um, a, a group of exiles, people that have been kicked out of the city. Um, as you guys are walking, uh, now trying to catch your breath, realizing that you're finally free and clear, you're out of the city, away from you know the the the, law, the grasp of the law that is Rim the Rollman Railer, um, and uh, it's dark out. Um, the two moons of Timleria uh, guide your your footsteps in the light. That they cast upon this this surface here, um, the encampment uh, is not too far off now. But you have to walk through a little bit of woods, and then out of the woods comes a lizard man, and he says, "Hey, ain't y'all five trippers that was hanging out with Swifton not too long ago?" That's us. We're the five trippers. I kind of look at everybody, and I'm like. The band. Oh, yeah. The band. <laughs> and he winks at you. Um, well, shit. Um, Madam Sativa says she's been waiting to see y'all. You want to come on in here? Yes, we are. Yeah, all right, cool. Come on, come on down this way. And he guides you guys into the encampment. Um, and it is just filled with lots of lizard folk but also all kinds of different people, uh, different breeds and races of different people, uh, and they're all watching you guys as you walk through, and you get an immediate sense. Actually, make an insight check if you don't mind. What's mine? Is it plus one? Twelve. I'm going to print you a sheet <laughs> for a quick reference. Oh, uh, seven. Oh, wait. Eight. 22. You're right on me too. <laughs> I've got an 8. H. So, <laughs> those of you guys that have like less than 12 um, are getting this odd look from everybody. <clears throat> it's making you kind of nervous. Uh, almost like 
they know who you are. Cloud, you see these folks looking at you guys, um, and you get a sense that they're happy to see you, almost relieved. Um, they're eager, uh, feeling blessed by your presence almost. And you guys see that a lot of them are kind of whispering amongst themselves. And like when you get into this area, like there's a bunch of bonfires that are all over the place. Um, people are just kind of sitting around, smoking, drinking, um, just enjoying each other's company. But a lot of that like quiets down as you guys get close and they almost kind of like go into a hush tone as you walk through. Um, but Cloud, you get a sense that like, they have like a sense of reverence for you guys as you walk through. And so uh, this guy, Leafly, um, he is the uh, lizard folk shaman from uh, the Tough Gong uh, <clears throat> Temple. And uh, he brings you guys to this uh, very small tent. Um, well, I say small, but it's for a tent, it's pretty big. But compared to all the other uh, tents that have been built up around here, it's one of the smaller ones. Um, kind of like a hut. Uh, and he pulls back, uh, pulls back the door flap. Um, and Pandemonium says, uh, you go on in there, uh, I'll keep guard out here. <laughs> so you, he leads you guys in there, and inside you see a round table uh, with five chairs, um, and then a crystal ball in the center. And Leafly says, oh yeah, Madam Steve, she's going to be right here, she'll come see you. Y'all just, y'all just uh, uh, take a load off right here. You're gonna be safe here, trust me. They, folks at Jubilation, they ain't gonna come out here and mess with us. We got our own little private thing going on here. It's all good. Y'all, y'all are in good shape. Don't you worry about it. I'm gonna sit right in front of the ball. Yeah. Sit down. Here. Definitely sit yeah. down. You sit for an awkward long <laughs> moment, um, and you can hear like some of the music that's being played outside. Uh, people are still like, you know, kind of enjoying their little bit of revelry that they have as the evening closes. Um, after a while, the flap opens up again, and you get the silhouette of, like, this hunched-over old woman. Um, she comes walking in, and as she does, the crystal ball begins to softly illuminate. And as she gets closer, it gets brighter and brighter and brighter, and you see that this is a lizard woman. Um, she's got a shawl and she's got like a necklace with feathers on it. Um, she's got these like dark gray and green scales. Um, she's missing a few teeth and you know that because she smiles at you when she comes in and she comes around to the one empty spot at the other side of the table that doesn't have a chair and she just lifts her legs up. She doesn't fall. She just kind of hovers there, and she crosses her legs, and she holds her hands out in lotus position, levitating before you guys. And when she does, the crystal ball glows so incredibly, br incredibly bright, and she says, You are the five trimmers! I have been waiting for you! You have something for me, yes? I do, we do. And passes around the table. Yes, this was given to you by the green man who calls himself Gilly, also a stranger to this land, much like you. Yeah. You are not from here. You are from someplace else. This I know, because I am Adam Sativa, 
I know all! And this is your fortune! Inside this box. Is a series of cards, each of which will tell your fortune. <laughs> take some, shuffle them up three times. You take some as well, and you take some. Everyone, take these, pass these down to these people here. Would you be so kind as to pass these down? Yes, thank you. And then shovel these cards three times. Three times shovel these cards. And then take one card and only one card and keep for yourself. And then take the rest of the cards and then give them to somebody else. And then give them all the kitchen shuffle and pick one big giant deck of cards and bring back to me. You hold one card and bring me a shuffle deck afterwards. Yes, this is good. So we just need one card. One card. I said this three times already. <laughs> Okay. Um, You're supposed to take one and then pass them back. Yeah. Oh. And then they all go together into one shuffle deck. And keep them face down so that they will be a mystery until they are foretold. (laughs) (laughs) Prepare for a reading of arcane bullshit. (laughs) This. It's your past. It tells you where you have been. This is the present moment. It tells you where you have been has taken you. And this is your future. Where you are going. Presently, I see a butterfly. You are in flight. You are fleeing! And yet you do not know exactly where you go. Where you have come from? I see a super, ho- a super horny porno owl! <laughs> this is the Sheriff of Jubilation. <laughs> he is decrepit and depraved. He wants nothing more than to capture you. It is good you have fleed from him. But where do you go? You go to see the Toilet Angel. <laughs> that is a place for refuse. A place where all the bad shit goes. <laughs> where you go is dirty and smelly. But you will find safety there. Now, we shall find your individual fortune. You, man who was once invisible, but now time has passed and we can now all see you. I love your shirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. Jambawamba! Jambawamba. What is the card you pulled? Papa Macho, and he's got a sword for a dick. Let me see. Sounds about right. Papa Macho, who has a sword for a penis. I believe this was meant for the Lion Man. For he is the one who carries the prick. Perhaps the prick is not meant for him, but is meant for you. Would you like my prick? I would love your prick. <laughs> give him your prick! <laughs> I give you my prick. And <laughs> I hand you... As you hand it across the table, the, the crystal ball kind of throbs a little bit with light. <laughs> <laughs> the crystal ball! Says this is good. 
Lion Man, what is your card? My card looks like a goblet with a um, zombie cockroach coming out of it. The gross cup. <laughs> the gross cup! I see, looking at this card and your fortune, I must consult with the crystal ball, for this is a very strange card indeed. You seek wisdom. You seek knowledge. You are mighty with your trident. You are mighty with your net. Soon you shall be mighty with your wit as well. Perhaps one day you will find wisdom in the Titty Gnome! <laughs> titty Gnome! Feline lady, what was your card? Oh, wow. It's a slice of pizza with an eyeball in the middle called the All-Seeing Slice. <laughs> Bro. You also shall find wisdom. And the wisdom you seek will be in the food that you eat. Oh, even better. <laughs> Remember this. Because after this session, you will probably forget. Right. Your dungeon master will remind you that something you eat will provide you with great wisdom. It may or may not be a slice of pizza, though it is depicted in this card. <laughs> Nearly naked woman! What is your card? Okay, mine is uh, possibly a bee carrying a heart, and it's a thief. So I'm a heart thief. You have already stolen something of great value. The key that released our friend, Gilly the Green. This is not the last time you will steal. You will be a thief of hearts. Many men will fall victim to your thievery. And you shall fly away with their hearts. And you, follower, worshipper of the grand god, the fresh god, the sanctified old god it's upside down <laughs> then you shall flip it over <laughs> for it is much easier to read that way it's true um, my card is the provider um, oh it's creepy mask it looks like an adult with a child they both have the same mask on it's like a yeah and an elephant and an elephant eating... Drinking out of a dog bowl. Yes, and antlers. What the fuck? I don't know where our dungeon master got these cards, but... This card? <laughs> makes no sense to me at all! <laughs> but I wish you well in your endeavor. <laughs> From here, you go to Tertulia. A funky beach town. That way. It is very far. And your path is yet unknown, unless you happen to have a wayfinder with you. Um, I do, but he needs a tune-up. A tune-up is something I do not understand. Oh, um, he needs to be upgraded. Um, he's kind of outdated. The map. Fix him. Can you fix the fucking map? I cannot, for my magic is only finite. You must take him... To those 
who are all powerful in the way of such enchanted items. You seek the egghead shack, yes, for which I there know. are many. <laughs> but we haven't seen one. Simply ask your wayfinder, and he shall direct you to an egghead shack nearby. Okay. You shall take these. And I don't have the prop with me. But she hands you a set of keys. Jingle, jingle, jingle. And she throws them on the table. And she says, go now and take sweet ambrosia. She's parked out back. And then the light goes out. And then she drops her legs to the ground and then scurries out, like slithers out. You can see her tail kind of slithering behind you. And she says something as she walks away, but you don't hear her because it muddles under her breath. And you guys are left there. You got the keys. I'll drive. All right. I think we need to get Wilson fixed. I just follow a long shake in my head. (laughs) Where can we get Wilson fixed? The E, um... At the egghead shop. The egghead shop. The... Madam Sativa said, ask him. So I pull Wilson out of my pocket. Unscroll him. Hey, Wilson. Ah, yes, Cloud. Quite a day you've had. Uh, Yeah, and we're finally ready to give you an upgrade. Oh, joy. I would like nothing more than to be upgraded. (laughs) Salvaged, if you will. Can we, um... Can you get us to the egghead shack? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 these like little dots start lighting up all over the place that look like little eggs. Um, <laughs> and you see one uh, somewhere just a few miles that away from uh, Jubilation. Um, seems like if you went that way, it would kind of be in the direction of Tertulia. Okay. Um, but there's no obvious road. And... Uh, he says, if you please just head this way, the eggheads will take fine care of me and get me uh, a proper adjustment. All right, guys. Let's go. This looks to be on, on our way anyways. Are these driving directions or walking directions? Hey, Wilson. Ah, uh, yes. We shall choose driving, for your new mode of tan transportation shall be Gilly the Green's tour bus, Sweet Ambrosia. Yes! <laughs> Uh, And then it lights up with an ETA of like 14 hours, um, uh, traveling at an approximate speed of 45, 55 miles an hour. Um, Go, (laughs) Amy. And you can get there in half the time if you go that fast. That's what we're doing. Right on. Um, And you guys, if you'll notice outside the tent, which you didn't even realize was there because I just didn't tell you about it, it's parked a big giant tour bus and it's got this fucking painted like landscape on it with like mountains and a broken like a spring and there's like a big giant wolf howling on the side of it. It's oh my gosh. Um, Definitely uh, Yeah, and you guys got the keys and you can hop on in and take off. When you get inside this bus, um, it is fucking stacked. Um, uh, what do you? I mean, what do you guys do when you get in this thing? I light one up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of exhausted. There's a bed in the back. Yeah, There's a water bed a in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, give me a um, dexterity check, real quick. Oh no. Actually, my dexterity's not bad. Very twenty. Okay. Um, despite the fact that you have claws in your hand, you do not puncture the waterbed. <laughs> Which would have been hilarious, but you rolled well. Okay. So <laughs> you just crash right into the waves, and those waves just kind of guide you. 
gentle sleep if you choose to slumber. Fuck yeah, I'm yeah. crashing. Right yeah. Does he sleep with hands and feet in the air in, in fear? <laughs> Actually, I whistle towards you. <laughs> no, I'm driving. Oh, you're driving. I'm driving. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take up the whole bed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sprawled out. Belly up. <laughs> okay. I yell shotgun, and I hop in up there with Wiz and, okay. like, like yeah. fired up. Got my feet kicked out the window. Yeah. Um, whoever would like to make an investigation roll. Okay. Five. Who got a high number? I got 20. Did you? Okay, cool. Um, makes sense. Um, you drive and driving, yeah. Oh, then no, it doesn't make sense. You, um, you don't get to make an investigation check then. Okay. Because you drive it. Yeah. I'll make cool. an investigation. Okay, right on. Ooh. <laughs> That'll be a four. Okay, I got gotcha. Five. Okay, fantastic. No, that's a lie. I got a six. Sorry. So then it won't be until sunlight uh, pours through the windows that you guys discover rummaging through the cabinets that are inside. Because there's like a little kitchenette, a little place to sit. It's even got like a little studio in the back for recording music. Um, this place is decked out. You've got a nice little bathroom and a shower. No bathtub. You get a shower. Um... But um, what you don't find until the morning is that one of the cabinets is just packed full of all these little jars, and each one is labeled with all these different uh, uh, like pieces of masking tape and have been written on them, and there's all these like crazy names on them. And then when you go to investigate them later in the morning, you'll find that actually each mm-hmm. one contains a different kind of bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fucking loaded up. Um, and uh, there's also a yellow big lighter. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't, you guys don't find that until the morning. Now, what happens in the evening? You guys are driving through the night? Yeah, and I'm probably driving faster than I should because. Um, Just barreling down. Art's probably yeah. driving fast because yeah. he's, he's a um, dwarf, probably with a heavy foot. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I would imagine. Have... Does. Gilly drive this bus himself or no? No. Okay. I was going to say uh, the settings probably are like probably perfect because we're probably similar. drives. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably set for you. So I'm yeah. probably taking the seat and like it, it's probably taking a minute to get to the height and see yeah, over yeah, the yeah, windshield. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably, I'm probably doing well, like know a. He's also a dwarf. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it should be just fine. Then. Yeah. Totally. Cool. Totally. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the roads here, um, obviously are not designed for buses. Um, they're designed for, like, uh, uh, snails and dire weasels and even, like, nanes and little nanes, which are what they call horses and ponies. Um, and <laughs> they, uh, the, despite that, um, I will need you to make a, we'll make this a dexterity check for me. One. Oh, bummer. Um, I wish I had more rolled a one. <laughs> yeah. So, as you're driving, and what are the rest of you guys doing um, through the night? You guys just crash? I passed out. Yeah. I figured that we're probably going to have to go in shifts or something like that. So. Sure. Are we long resting this all tour bus? You can. Yeah, if you choose to. You guys can take some... Take shifts and everybody long rest? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're going to have time. Mm-hmm. Um, you are going to have to stop and change a tire because Art <laughs> hits a big giant rock and just busts one. So I figured I'd let, let everybody sleep and I'm out there just cussing. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> Me and Lizzo eyes. were changing a tire. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, I don't even open my eyes. I just hear it and go, not it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, cool. And then uh, if you guys are taking shifts, um, who uh, who would be the third person to drive, you think? Okay. Maybe third? Yeah, that would be about the time that we probably... Oh, is that right? 
Yeah, I mean, if you're all taking a rest, so like if Arch is kind of driving through the night um, and then somebody else fills in for you, who would be the first person you wake up? Not um, Liz. Alana. Or not Alana. Not Alana. Not Alana. Yeah, because she'll be the next. She took Max. Cloud. Cloud she has the map. And then so Cloud, you drive a little bit. And then after you get a little tired, then you wake up Alana. And then Alana, you drive a little bit. And you guys got the map, like, kind of pasted on, like, it, it's, there. there is actually, like, one of those little um, contraptions that, like, hold a GPS thing, but it's actually perfectly designed to hold your wayfinder, mm-hmm. right? So you can just kind of un- unravel it, just kind of hold it right there, so you can guide I'm just along. I say, while I'm driving, I'm totally enjoying how quaint and weird and wonderful this all is. Oh, yeah. Totally and, like, there's all kinds of, like, crazy, as you guys are driving to this, to this egghead this shack. Yeah, um, we'll have like a whole montage, and I'll like have all kinds of crazy things that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, you probably stop and pick up hitchhiker. It's like a little girl, and like she's telling you guys, "Ah, oh, please take me home, please take me home." And you take her to her home, and then when you get in front of her house, like you look back and she's gone, and then like you're like, "What's going on?" And then you go up to the front door and you knock on, and the people answer, and then you tell them about it, like, "That's our daughter. She died 17 years ago. Yeah. They say her ghost still haunts the road." <laughs> oh no! Tell them Lawrence Martin sent you. So shit like that happens, but then daylight breaks. Um, and Do then, we have a regular like Scooby Doo montage where we're like, I was totally just thinking <laughs> yeah. Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. They'll be cool. Like, doors have to come out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, we have to run back and forth in between the doors. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, nice is like, come on, gang, it's time to split uh, split up. <laughs> um, and you guys drive like right past a fucking turnip farm, and you see like this creepy scarecrow hanging out in the middle of the turnip. Uh, far, uh, turn a farm, which is kind of weird because there's actually two crows on either side of his shoulder, so this scarecrow obviously isn't working. Um, <laughs> you drive right past that, and then your mark is like 500 feet, now 400 feet, 300 feet, and you're not really seeing it, even though it's like right there on the map. But then as soon as you get up on where he says the location is, you stop, um, and there's like nothing around at all. Hmm. And I'm guessing this is like next morning, so I'm sure maybe all of you guys are awake. You can all take the benefit of a long rest. Mm-hmm. Get your hit points back, get your spell slots back. I think I'm going to get up. I think we should probably try to consult the map again. Hey, buddy. Hey, Wilson. Ah, Cloud, good morning indeed. How are you? Uh, well, um, there's nothing around where... Says this egg shack supposed to be, I guess. Oh, well, what you seek is not what you find. You must simply walk outside and knock three times. Walk outside and knock three times where? Why, wherever you like. Okay. So I get outside and literally knock the air. You hit the air. And oddly yeah. enough, when you hit the air, your hit your fist hits something. You hit three times. Boom, boom, boom. And then <laughs> as you do the third time, right where you hit your fist... Um, you see, like, it forms right there where your fist is, uh, like a door frame. Like, a, or actually, not like a, like a door itself. And then slowly, the, the door starts to take shape around where your fist was. And then it begins to take shape in the entire frame. And then it slowly, you start to see it fill into a space of what was previously nothing. And now, it was like a, a shed. Wow. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. slowly taking steps back as it was getting yeah. bigger. Yeah. And though you didn't even know it was there before, because I didn't tell you, but there was a little latch, a little tiny door within a door, uh, and it pops open, and you see an eyeball come right up to the to the little (laughs) little door hatch, and you hear a voice from inside that says, "Who is it?" Um, well, somebody who needs their map fixed. Uh, Do you have an appointment? 
we didn't know we needed to make an appointment. Well, you have to have an appointment. Sorry. Slows, wait, 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 wait. We're kind of in a hurry. Um, <clears throat> man, do you think they'll, uh, like, take this bong or something? I don't know. I want to speak to a manager. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Cast Karen's bell. <laughs> right, now, right, right now, the door hatch... <laughs> <laughs> the door had just closed again on you, just slammed shut, and there's no one there anymore. It's just the shack, you know, and the door's right in front of you. But if you want to attempt to speak to a manager, you can try. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to knock again three times. Three times? Yeah, pretty forcefully. Yeah. <laughs> little, little, little tiny door opens up, eyeball comes up, says, Who is it? Bitch, let me speak to a manager. <laughs> I get my eyeball right up in that door. Do you want to make an intimidation or a persuasion check? Intimidation. Oh, mm. hello, Emma. I mean, that sounded pretty intimidating to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, intimidation. Cool. Guidance. Yeah, alright, cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a dirty 20. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless. Mm, that's a good roll. Yeah, still Um, You say this, you're right up the eyeballs right next to it. I mean it. Yeah. So, there's something really weird about this eyeball. This is not an actual, like, physical eyeball. As you get close to it, you see this is an eyeball that has been drawn on <laughs> to some kind of a white surface. Huh. Yeah. Um, but it still moves and blinks. Um, and you say this very intimidating phrase that was... Said, bitch, let me speak to your manager. <laughs> and the eyeball gets real big. And then it kind of narrows down. And it says... Mm-hmm. Bitch, you needed a 25! And then slams the door shut. <laughs> Cloud, from your pocket, you hear a muffled... <clears throat> uh, yeah, Wilson. <laughs> if I may be so kind, Cloud, as to suggest perhaps you tell the eggheads that you have a wayfinder in need of upgrading. Ah, okay. Knock three times again. Who is it? Uh, okay, I have a wayfinder in need of upgrading. Well, yeah, you have an appointment? Yes. Oh, what's your name? Um, Wilson. Uh, perhaps if you just inform the lad that the wayfinder in your possession is in fact an original, you might be able to persuade him. Uh, this is an original wayfinder? Well, original? Like, the first one? Hold on. Mm-hmm. And he slams the door. Little little tiny door. And then you hear a lot of muffled, like, balking and, like, weird noises. Cluck, cluck, cluck. Um, and then you hear the un- unlocking and un- undoing of all these different locks. And you hear, like, fucking steam coming out. And, like, there's gears that are getting <laughs> twisted. And, like, they're turning wheels. And, like, all these fucking crazy locks are getting undone. And then an airlock. <laughs> and the door cracks open. And as it opens up, you guys, first of all, you see beyond the door, um, the shed is only about, like, five by five in width and depth. But when you peer inside, you see that it goes on for, like, hundreds of feet. <laughs> like, it is, like, this narrow corridor. Um, and standing there at the door is what I can only describe as a large chicken body. Um, all the way from the neck down. But its head is a gigantic egg. <laughs> and drawn on it is a smiley face. 
but the smiley face actually has like a little beak that's drawn on it and those little like weird gizzard thing that comes out of a chicken <laughs> I don't know what that's called um, but yeah it's like a chicken smiley face I don't know how you're going to draw this later but I it's going to be I was going to just insert I'm, I'm going to need this drawn yeah. Like, yeah definitely it's one of the top and, and the guy says oh well if you got an original then all right, come on in you don't need an appointment for that um, come on in and uh, you guys walk in and as soon as you walk in, the smell is so intense. It's like the smell of, like, ozone and, like, cleaning chemicals. Um, like, it smells extremely sterile in this place. Um, and it's all white from floor to ceiling. White tiles. Um, like, there's even, like, like a shelf that's lined along um, the one side of the wall. And it's like a narrow corridor that goes way, way, way down. Um, and it's got all these different strange uh, items um, like all kinds of different shit, but like everything inside there is just crisp and clean and white. Um, <laughs> and um, this guy, the chicken man, you know, beckons you in and throws his wing in one direction. He's like, right this way. And you guys also see nobody else is in here except for him and one tiny little like crow that's sitting on a stool um, and its eyes are just kind of like bouncing around in its skull. And he says, all right, well, don't mind Ting... Don't... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind Ting Tang. He, he's just got... He's been testing out some of the, uh, the uh, little sugar drops that the uh, the gnomes dropped by not too long ago. Um, and uh, as soon as he says that, then the crow actually says, not too long ago. Like, literally just repeats him in the exact same voice. And his eyes are still just kind of like wobbling around. Um, he says, right this way. Um, and then he brings you down this corridor... Um, and he goes, like, at the very end is a door. He opens it up, uh, and then as soon as he does, he boxes something inside, and then you hear from inside, oh, well, I guess I better go outside and meet them. <laughs> and so then another guy steps out, but this time it's almost like a human person. Um, uh, he's wearing a lab coat, um, white, underneath his lab coat is a white colored shirt, a white tie, white vest, um, He's got like a lanyard with a, a, a little badge on it or whatever. <laughs> uh, and it says, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> and he comes out and says, ooh. I just got it all. <laughs> he says, ooh, well, welcome to the Egghead Shack 517. I hear that you've got the uh, interesting artifacts for us to take a look at. So you have an original Wayfinder? Yeah. Are all Wayfinders assholes? I uh, do not know this term asshole. Don't worry about it. Just fix the damn thing. I see. Well, we have to take a look at this. Um, uh, I, uh, uh, Bing Bang, Mr. Bing Bang, would you please just uh, go in the back um, and take care of some of the things I was tidying up? Uh, we'll have to uh, fix the button on the immovable rod. Uh, if you could finish that up and I'll take a look at their wayfinder. Thank you. Please pardon uh, Walla Walla. He's... Uh, huh has a difficult time with uh, meeting new people. Um, and please don't mind Tintang over there. He's been experimenting with some strange new magical items that the Jolly, Jokester, Jolly Jokesters brought in here uh, on their way through. Uh, oh, this is quite an interesting relic. Yeah, his name is Wilson. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> well... And he takes it, and he unravels it, and he looks at it, and he's twisting up and down. Um, Wilson doesn't say anything. You don't hear him talking at all. He's like, completely silent. Um, 
And this guy says, well, this could take quite some time. Maybe about an hour or so. And of course, there's a cost, uh, I think, to update this particular Wayfinder would probably cost something around 1,700 gold pieces. What? Hmm. I mean, you did bring gold. You did not expect our services to be offered for free, did you? You don't even have an appointment. So you don't know the term asshole, but you know what gold is? Oh, by all means, yes. Gold mm-hmm. is the money that talks in this part of town. I will go ahead and let you guys know you don't have 1,700 gold pieces. Yeah. <laughs> oh so is there um, anything else you're willing to take besides... Oh, what, what, what do you have in trade? Well, I don't know. I don't know the value of fixing an asshole. Still unfamiliar with this type. Oh, that's a lovely shirt, young man. Um, yeah, give him his shirt. <laughs> I'll just take the shirt off and give it to him. Chamba Wamba. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it, Art. <laughs> well, this will surely knock the price down to about 1,675 gold pieces. <laughs> snatch it, snatch out of it back. <laughs> well, I give tell it to you a, what. Give it to my managing. You may be able to help us all out. Perhaps, judging by the look of you, you are the type that dabble in adventure. Is this a proper assertion? Yes, you dabble. Um, (laughs) Perhaps you'd be willing to take on a quest. Depends. What kind of quest is this? Well, on your way here, surely you have passed a turnip farm. Yeah, Yeah. we did. I was driving. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Guarding that turnip farm is a scarecrow. And around the neck of that scarecrow is an amulet that was, well, taken from us. If you could just simply retrieve the amulet and bring it back, surely in due time we would have your Wayfinder all upgraded and fully advanced with all the bells and whistles that it needs to get you wherever you need to go. Hold on, that sounds really easy, and if it was that easy, why wouldn't you just go take the amulet off this scarecrow's neck? We all know it's not that easy. We're not allowed to leave the egghead shack. How did the scarecrow get the amulet? Well, it was taken from us by a young lady. She came in here with the amulet and sold it to us. But then, immediately, before handing it over, she took our gold and ran off with it. We would very much like to have the inlet. It is quite an interesting artifact indeed. How much is how much gold did she get? Well, that amulet indeed was worth 2,500 gold pieces. So then we'll be getting money back when we bring you this as well. Because if it's 1,700... Make a persuasion check. Gladly do that. Eighteen. Mm. Hmm, that is something worth considering. I have to admit, I never would have expected a furry man to have such incredible wit and persuasive charisma. I had a, I had a cup of doom, I think. The cup, the... What was my tarot? Mm. Wisdom. No. Right there. 
The gross cup. <laughs> I had the gross cup tell me in my fortune that I was going to get wisdom. <laughs> hope I didn't oh, the gross cup. Oh, you have a tarot card from the arcane bullshit deck. How incredible. <laughs> yes, I believe indeed we shall uh, compensate you with 700 gold pieces. Uh, math on that is a little fishy. Maybe 800 gold pieces. And a fully updated, uh, renovated Wayfinder. Is it a deal? Yes. 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 And the yes. face on his egg um, has this big, huge smile. It goes <laughs> from, like, a wraps around his eyes, even. <laughs> Real cheesy smile. <laughs> well, then, you best get to questing. We don't have Wilson anymore, correct? Because they're fixing him. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But you know exactly where the turnip farm is. Yeah. I was sleeping. Mm. Yeah, Alana, do you think you can get us back to the turnip farm? Yeah, definitely. We just have to turn around. Let's do it. So I'm going to drive there. Cool. Um, you drive back to the turnip farm. And again, when you get there, um, you just see a bunch of turnip leaves sprouting out from the ground. Um, lots of rows. Uh, you see right there in the center, um, just... You know, stuck right in the ground there is this scarecrow. Um, and as you get close to, uh, you drive up to this thing, I'm guessing, right? When you get out of the bus, um, you get just to the edge of the farm and your feet just touch the first row of turnips. Um, and you can see uh, around the neck of this uh, this scarecrow is a, is a uh, hemp necklace with a purple gem that's just kind of glistening in the sunlight. I grab a lot and kind of stop her from going any farther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel great about that anyway. I don't get a cloud. I'm like, you have to check the traps here. This doesn't look like the wizard or the Wizard of Oz scarecrow to me. <laughs> okay. How'd you get so small? <laughs> Can I do a, a uh, detection cup. spell? <laughs> yeah, you want to detect magic? Absolutely, yes. Um, you cast detect magic. Um, and uh, the first thing you see is the amulet itself is glowing with transmutation magic. I don't know whatever color that is for you, but you can, with that spell, you can determine what school of magic is enchanting this particular item. It's right. transmutation. Um, furthermore, the scarecrow itself is also glowing yeah. uh, with conjuration magic. Um, the turnips. Ooh. Uh, the turnips have sort of like a divine energy that's coming off of them as well. A lot of magic in this area. Meanwhile, while everybody's doing this, I have picked up a turnip and I am eating one. (laughs) Cool. You pull a turnip out of the ground. Um, Before you eat it, uh, actually make a perception check first. Fifteen. Fifteen. So when you pull this thing out of the ground, uh, you turn and you like go to bite it. And as soon as you bring it close to your mouth, you actually see two little eyes looking back at you, and two little legs grabbing, and two little hands. And he goes, "Hey, don't eat me! Don't eat me!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> they're they're little they're little turnip people. They're growing little turnip people here. <laughs> I'm debating on if I take a bite of, of it anyway. Like oh, I'm God. really like. Ah! 
This lady's eating me! I get it, like, in my mouth, and I can feel it, like, kick in, <laughs> and, like, flail in its little arms, and so I just, like, pull it out and drop it on the ground. Um, sadly, before Cloud gets a chance to check for traps, you realize that we have now sprung a trap, um, and from over a hill, you see flying up over the hill, it's this, what I can only describe is, like, the silhouette of a dark black figure, completely dressed in all black, with a pointy hat, green skin, and she's, ah, you've eaten my turnip babies, and now you shall perish! I didn't uh-huh. even eat it! You said you took a bite. No, I no. said I was putting it in my mouth, and it was kicking and screaming, and I could feel it, like, around, so I just pulled it out and dropped it. You almost ate one of my turnip babies, and now you shall perish! <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a good voice um, And that's what we'll end tonight. You guys get to fight a hag next time. Yeah! yeah. What? Maybe. Oh, no. Maybe. Oh, you guys don't know about it. <laughs> phew You actually made it all the way to the end of episode 9, a.k.a. first episode of season 2 of our Freaky Deaky Fabricated Fable. I can't believe you did it. And now, you must be wondering, who is this green-skinned grower of gross agricultural mini-grizzlies? What's up with that spooky scarecrow? Why is Mana Jean always fucking things up with her shifty shenanigans? Or more importantly, when will Darsh actually drop the next episode so we can get answers to all these brain-burning questions? Well, I don't know the solution to all these queries, but what I do know is that if, if you are bold enough to listen to the ramblings of this ridiculously reckless raconteur and his cohorts, then you are bold enough to do all the things that only the toastiest of toke lords would do. And that's visit us at DungeonsAndDoobies.com to join our family of fans or perhaps even take a terrific trip to our Patreon to show how much you have truly enjoyed our production. Patreon.com slash high fantasy is where all of our most bodaciously badass buds bless us by bestowing not only kind words of encouragement and the occasional tender tip or two for our trouble, but it's also where you get to receive lots of bonus content that is not available to the general public. And just think about it. If incredibly thrilling entertainment like this is available for free to anyone that has a network-capable device provided by our fine folks at 4DXP, then just try to imagine what you could get by jumping on our fan-supported Patreon page. Amazing cast-created art, exclusive behind-the-scenes peaks, and even an official download of Gilly the Green's hit single How Much Wood Could a Woodchuck Chuck or Woodchuck Could Chuck Wood. For serious, it's only available at patreon.com slash highfantasy. That's patreon.com slash highfantasy, where all of your dreams will come true. Until next time, Toke Lords, thanks for being here. Love you! Mwah! Unga bunga, unga bunga bunga, unga unga. Bud? <laughs> <laughs>